0: like it. Good. <laughs> Huge fan.
1: Yeah, that wasn't much of a choice, I guess. No, there
0: was no choice, but sometimes... Sometimes you gotta crack a bush. Sometimes... <laughs> yeah, sometimes that choice needs to be made for you. Is that a safe message? Sure. <laughs> <I didn't> no. <know. laughs> it's fine. Ah. It's been done. You did it, I so... Sp- it's true. Here we are. Yeah. Got bushes in each hand. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. Well, only one hand. Oh, that's true. We each well, have one in hand. We could change that. We could. We could have double fist and bushes tonight. That's I a, mean... That's a way to start. Next
1: week is Stone Cold Steve Austin week.
0: Oh, man, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's one I, of my favorite holidays. It's... <laughs> it's... Yeah, I was... Never mind. I, wanted, I was looking forward to celebrating it last year. We're not going to talk about that. No. It's quite oh. a... <laughs> I that know, right? That was supposed right? to be
1: a fun day. Right? Yeah, yeah
0: it was going to it be a whole thing.
1: Yeah. Um, since that's just pretty ambiguous, my band was supposed to play at a venue yeah. with a couple other bands that we're good friends with, and it was on 316, and we were all going to dress up as wrestlers. <sighs> had a lot of potential there. It did. And didn't. first night of lockdown.
0: Yep. The, the glass broke, but so, not for fun. So no show. No, no show. Very disappointing.
1: All right, but that's not what we're talking about No, tonight. not at all. Not at all. We don't like to talk about COVID stuff because that shit sucks.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a good thing nobody talked about anything like that in the podcast a year ago. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Mm. Anyway, moving along. Moving it along.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to tell you a different sort of tale today.
0: Sweet. I'm in the mood for a different sort of tale. All right. Good.
1: So, a group of friends, Gary Dale Matthias. That's one name. That's, oh. that's first, middle, last name.
0: Wait, that's a guy? That's one guy. What's his name?
1: Gary Dale Matthias.
0: All right, I thought it was a new trio. All right, never mind.
1: Nope. Um, Jack Madruga, Jackie Hewitt, Theodore, or his friends called him Ted, Weir, and William Sterling were some some buddies. And they went to a college basketball game in 1978, February. Um the group had met at a what is a name for this kind of place i don't recall
0: give me some clues
1: um a frat house no no you're uh, not you're not going to guess this a barn no not a barn at somebody's uh i am going to ha- a mansion
0: no a dollar general
1: so the five friends had met at a city vocational rehabilitation center for the handicapped.
0: Okay. I okay. would not have guessed that. All my guesses were wrong.
1: You would not have guessed that.
0: All my guesses were wrong.
1: Um, and they were big basketball fans. They joined a Paralympic team together. Perfect. You know, uh, So they all met at the Yuba City... Vocational Rehabilitation Center in Yuba City, California. Okay. Big fans of basketball. They, four out of the five, well, so all the men had mild intellectual disabilities. Okay. One of them had more of a psychiatric uh, condition, though, than the others. Um, But they all met at this center and... You know, became quick friends. And they decided to go watch the college basketball game. They were big fans of the, I forget which team, but it was a college team. Sure. So that night they drove the 50 miles to uh, California State University at Chico and visited, you know, watched the game.
0: Nice. That sounds like a fun night.
1: Sounds like a good time. Yep. They actually had a big tournament coming up the following morning. Okay. So I have to imagine that they talked a lot about basketball. I would say so. I'm not a big fan of basketball.
0: I don't watch so a lot of it.
1: I don't know much about it.
0: Yeah, I think the ball goes in the hoop.
1: Yes. Um, I do know that much.
0: And dribbling is a good thing. Yeah. Outside of basketball, not so much. But in this sport, dribbling is a good thing.
1: Yeah. They probably talked about some dribbling. Yeah. Some dribbles. <laughs> um yep yeah so they headed up there the one his grandmother tried ted his grandmother tried to get him to wear his coat and he kind of brushed it off he was like
0: i don't need a coat and that's typical like kid parent stuff Mm -hmm. coats no don't need a coat Mm -hmm. leave me alone right no coats I'm, i'm warm enough
1: I'm pretty sure I probably still say that to my mother when I leave the house or something. Yeah. You know, when it's, I see her, she's like, nah. it's cold, I'll bring a coat. I'm like, it's fine. I am an adult man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm leaving my car, going to the house. Yeah. It's not a long walk. Yeah. It's fine.
1: But yeah, he said, "Nah, I don't need a coat. Not tonight. Another one of the parents also noted that their son said the same thing. In California, I guess, February. It's not like here in February where yeah. it was miserable. Yes. Uh, So I would wear a coat if I was leaving here in February.
0: Oh, yeah. If it was Illinois February, especially this past one, yes. Wear a coat. Maybe even a hoodie under the coat. Yeah. Maybe some gloves even.
1: Maybe another coat.
0: Probably a hat. Mm -hmm. Definitely a
1: hat. Yeah. So they, they kind of brushed it off. They were pretty excited, I have to imagine. One had even got his uniform out and laid it out. Nice. And told his mom... Make sure I do not sleep in tomorrow. They were very excited about this tournament. Uh, Had a lot of reward. If they won, they got to spend a week in L.A., and they got to meet an actress. Oh. I don't Uh, remember. I should look her up. I did look her up when I first came across this, because I was like, that name sounds vaguely familiar. But
0: Sure. Do you know a movie she was in?
1: I looked up the movie. She was a big sitcom Actor in like the 70s.
0: Okay. Gotcha.
1: It was. Okay. Now now I'm just going to look it up. Sure.
0: That sounds good. It's useful information. It
1: had a Jefferson in it. So I didn't know maybe the Jeffersons was a show that spun off of this one that she was.
0: Oh, I don't. Let's hmm.
1: see. I got to do a quick Google.
0: That's fine. Google's there for you. And
1: uh, I'm just going to Google the Jeffersons and see what other related shows there are. Sure. All in the Family. That's the one.
0: Nice. That is a show.
1: Yeah, I never, never saw it. But the actress's name was Sally Struthers.
0: That is an actress.
1: Yeah, yes. So, and, or no. So they had the winner the year before. Ah, I'm mixing this up now. That's Sally right. Sally Struthers is somehow involved. Sure. They were excited about it.
0: Yeah, I get it. They
1: got to go to L.A., they won this tournament. Like I said, big basketball fans, so they already want to win.
0: Right. I mean you win for the sport, then you get to hang out with maybe Sally Struthers.
1: Yeah, you get to do all this cool stuff as right. you know, the champions here.
0: Live the champ life.
1: So it was a big tournament. Very excited. And had a blast. I imagine. Because you'd, you'd think so. That night was the the last any of them were ever seen.
0: Ah oh God, why I was not I mean I mean the build, I could feel it, and I was like, "Well, the story probably isn't going to end with them just meeting Sally Struthers." No, that might be weird. It'd be, but maybe not feared.
1: Yeah, not something we'd really talk about on this show.
0: Oh, these college these college basketball players got to meet an actress. Yeah, I'd see you next week. Cool, (laughs) thanks, nice. Ah, all right. So that's not good.
1: So they disappeared though and uh you know it has to be one of those horrible sinking feelings for and these were all grown men they were aged 24 to 35
0: okay so you know men they were
1: men they weren't children they some of them had the minds of a child or you know sure to a certain degree uh but they were grown men right and being grown men that weren't all developed. Sure. Uh, they were typically at home the next morning. Right. If they were ever out late at all.
0: Probably had their routines.
1: They were very routine-centric. Right. They, you could almost, you know, you knew what they were doing, where they were, right. without really having to check in on them. Yeah, very organized. Because they've. They grew up like this. Like I said, they're adults at this point. So their parents know what's going on. But the mother of Ted Weir's mother, and he was the oldest? Yeah, Ted Weir was the oldest out of them. Okay. And his mother woke up at five in the morning, just, she said she kind of just started awake and went and checked, and he wasn't home. He wasn't in his bed. Oh, no. So, he, when you're used to somebody coming home like that, never been out past, I mean, I don't know if he had a curfew or anything, but, you know, he typically set his own curfew or whatever. Yeah, he'd come home, though. He'd be home. Yeah. He was always home. So... She got a bad feeling, as you would expect. Right. And she reached out to uh, one of the other boys' parents. Uh, They all ran together for a while. Like They didn't have a lot of friends. They were all close to each other, though. Got it. So she eventually waited a little bit and ended up calling... Uh, her son's closest friend, uh, Bill Sterling's mother. And Bill was also not home. So at that point, they call Jack Madruga's mother. Jack Madruga also hadn't come home. So they go through everyone... uh, Mrs. Weir eventually calls uh, Jack Hewitt's mom and her daughter-in-law walked across the street to Gary Mathias' stepfather's house and they were all missing. So
0: Ah, it's not good.
1: Nope. So the police are, are contacted. I kind of imagine this gets a little bit muddied here with the police because you know they are adults right and they're not home even though it's
0: right but like right it's like but come on guys everyone here is concerned Mm -hmm. because yeah this sounds like a thing you know like a movie oh it's got to be so-and-so past days before we even care yada yada i imagine something like to that effect
1: yeah they weren't it wasn't that bad okay but they started looking okay at this point i think it was 8 p.m. uh on the 25th when the police finally started looking and obviously at that point the the tournament had been missed or right. at the beginning of the tournament that they were all so excited for right and that you know kind of felt wrong with how pumped they were
0: yeah, at that point, you know, they would have came back for something they were definitely craving. And yeah, then,
1: even if they decided to stay out later. Right. And just, you know, go it's, buck wild.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, they could have had just be, yeah, we're going to have so much fun tomorrow. We're going gonna to dribble all these balls. It's going to be amazing. Yeah,
1: maybe they, they didn't hit any college parties or anything. They weren't right. that kind of people anyways, but.
0: No, right. But yeah, and then to not make it to anyone's home. Right. It's not good.
1: Not good. So, the The Gateway Gators, which was their their team.
0: Oh, man. That's a good name.
1: They were missing. Police go out looking. They... Let me find where the police actually...
0: Missing Gators?
1: Yeah. So, I misspoke when I said that the police started on that Saturday. Okay. But they were contacted, and they... Eventually, you know, we're like, okay, this is definitely an issue. Okay. Something, something's wrong. We need to start looking into these. So, uh, flyers went up. You know, the newspapers contacted. Yeah, it's time. There were five men missing, and people need to start, you know, keeping an eye out.
0: I mean, it's a decent amount of men. I mean, you know, like yeah, five uh, guys. Five people go missing?
1: That's right. Kind of, it's not normal. No. So, yeah. eventually, somebody contacts the, the police, and they have some information. Um, the men had, after around 10 p.m. Uh, when the basketball game had ended uh, on February 24th, the turquoise and white 1969 Mercury Montego that was Ted Weir's No, sorry. It was Jack Madruga's Mercury. He always drove it. Treated the thing like his child. And... But it was last... It was seen uh, visiting a Bears market uh, three blocks away. Bears is the company name. It's not a bear, you know. A a market run by bears.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A literal bear market. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'll take your I'll take your wares, bear. Thank yeah. you for
1: these apples. <laughs> Here's some honey.
0: <laughs> that was the next one. <laughs> that was the next one. Apples and honey. Yeah. Well. Oh, this bear's got salmon over here, freshly caught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a change for a twenty? okay, keep it as your tip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn, that's an expensive fish.
0: Like fuck, man. This is it's not that big. Arr! All right. Thanks. Okay.
1: Yeah, but. They stopped at the market, and they, you know, probably annoyed the clerk just slightly because they she was trying to close up. So that Uh, got it uh, sticking in her mind, you know, when she saw the flyers, right? So um, she remembered that they had bought a Hostess cherry pie, one Langdendorf lemon pie, a Snickers bar. One marathon bar, two Pepsi's, and a quart and a half of milk.
0: Sounds like a party.
1: I mean, they were having a. I mean, there's some snacks there.
0: Right. I was all about the snacks until I heard all oh, that milk.
1: Yeah, the milk. <laughs> that <is>. that was,
0: <laughs> Somebody liked milk. I was about to be like, hell yeah. I'm like, oh, well, all right. Strong bones, man. I, it's true. Basketball bones. Mm hmm. B ball bones. All right.
1: So she saw them. She helped them, cashed them out. Yeah. And they drove into the night. And that was the Saturday. Three days later? Tuesday, February 28th, Madruga's Mercury was found.
0: Ah, all right.
1: It was found by a, it doesn't matter. We'll get to that. Okay. So it was seen, though, and it was reported. And the car was not where any of the boys were known to frequent. By any means. The car was 70 miles from Chico, which is the town that they were visiting for the college game. Okay. Uh, these boys were from Yuba City. Okay. So it's about probably 70 miles from there, too. And it was on a deserted, rut-ravaged mountain road that wound it up into the mountains. And it was high up there because it was at the snow line.
0: Okay. That's not good.
1: When the police found it, they kind of noted that it looked like the tires had spun. So it was in snow, muddy road. Yeah. But it wasn't really stuck. If you had five guys, a couple of these guys were one was So I told you they all met at this rehabilitation center. Sure. Yes. So you let's did. go let's let me tell you a little bit about them first though. Okay. Three of the, the men were mild into intellectual disabilities. Okay. One was not diagnosed with any issues from doctors, but all of his friends and family kind of said that he was slow. You know, kind okay. of. Okay. Sure. So undiagnosed, but wasn't a fully functioning.
0: Yeah, they noticed he needs maybe needs some help with some things, or yeah,
1: sure. and. And then Gary Mathias was actually a schizophrenic. Okay. So he took medication pretty religiously, and he had issues in the past. Uh, he was actually a, an Army veteran. Okay. Um, He got discharged for his disability, though, and had some issues as i can imagine being a schizophrenic you would run into some issues when that first comes about yes but after a few years of that he kind of got his from what everybody says he got his act together started taking his medication at certain times every day and weekly um for the schizophrenia and at that point had become pretty good about it Then Jack Madruga was the one that was not diagnosed with anything but was considered slow, but by his mom, that's what she described him as. And he had his car, so he was allowed to drive. So, also was uh, Matthias because they, you know, were capable of it. And that's why Madruga. He had the car. He loved the car. Always drove his buddies around. Okay? Got it. So we got that cleared up a little bit. Hell yeah. And I forget where I was going with that, why I had to stop and look that up. Oh, because those two, knowing how to drive and everything, could have got the other, others going and figured it out. And you know, Right.
0: Like, They're used to being the navigators. They're right. used to guiding the pack.
1: And they could have got everybody out, got the car pushed free, and it wouldn't have been a problem, right? So,
0: I think so, yeah. If they're used to driving everybody around, that's nothing unusual for them, so they got that covered.
1: Right. Like, if you and me got stuck, we'd be instantly "Ah, be like, oh, one of us will push. Yeah. They would have got to it. Absolutely. So, the cops were kind of like, okay, well, that's kind of weird. This Very car's here, tire spun. Could have easily pushed it out. Maybe they ran out of gas. They check it. It's got a quarter tank, tank of gas. Still. Plenty,
0: plenty of gas.
1: Definitely, you could get move. They could have gotten home on yeah. a quarter tank of gas. Maybe. Could have been. At gas, least to, gas mileage was a little worse back then,
0: but at least to another gas station, if they, they could have gotten, they gotten they somewhere, they would have been fine. So would uh, yeah.
1: So again, strange.
0: Odd, uh, yes, I agree.
1: In the glove box, they had four maps. Tightly, you know. Folded, put away. Okay. So nobody was looking through the maps. They weren't lost.
0: Oh, man. Maps anyways. Memories. Right. Maps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let me pull up my pocket calculator. Tell me where to go.
1: Yeah. I don't pay attention to anything anymore. Tell
0: me where to go. Surveillance state. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So weird that the gloves were... or Gloves. Glove compartment was full of maps that were not being used. Got it. The keys were gone. So it wasn't like they just
0: you know yeah they didn't bail
1: right uh and Madruga's mother again said he loved that car and right so keys are gone and the police hotwired it though to get the car moving and good call it started immediately so it wasn't like there was a dead battery or something that happened you know it uh Everything seemed to be in perfect working order. They even noticed that the seats were littered with wrappers of food, you know, a hostess pie, a lemon pie, some Snickers. An
0: empty gallon of milk. A quart
1: and a half, Milky, all right. sorry.
0: <laughs> Jeez, calm sorry down milk. about the gallon. That's insane. <laughs> Immediately when I heard them, them partying with the milk, I just imagined it being so much milk. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wow. Strong mm-hmm. bones, you're right, sorry. I'll get off the milk. I'll let it go.
1: Yeah. All of it had been eaten except for the marathon bar. It was only half eaten. So maybe they weren't fans of the marathon bar. Like, uh, or they were saving it for later. A or B. hmm. But that was it. They were just gone.
0: Don't like it. Mm.
1: Yeah. So this car was found miles from anywhere the boys had really ever been. Yeah. Um, A couple of their parents or relatives had mentioned that one of them had been out this way at one point years back with his father, I believe. Like, I think they were hunting or fishing. Okay. And the guy wasn't into it. He's not a fan of being outside. Sure. So he never came back out here. So he wouldn't have been like, okay, well, maybe I'll go out there. Right. Uh, Matthias, his... He was the schizophrenic. Um, he wasn't as solo. Like these guys were all just like friends with each other. Right. He was the only one that kind of had other friends, really. From what it sounds like, sure. But even like the people that he was known to know that were in this area, yeah. said they hadn't seen him in at least a year. Okay. So weird, strange, very things aren't making a lot of sense. No. Five full-grown men had just disappeared into the night after a basketball game and some snacks.
0: Man, the snacks. Snacks is just such a good thing to have.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta have snacks on. It
0: makes you feel happy. It's a joyous thing. So I'm just imagining all these guys having fun, and then whatever happens, just... Now, it's whatever happened, there's no more fun. Mm -hmm. I like fun.
1: I'm a big fan of fun.
0: Top fan. I'm a fun fan.
1: Fun fan. Yeah.
0: A couple of fun (laughs) fans over here.
1: Yeah. Well, at this point, the snow begins to fall. And uh, the day the car was found, nine inches of snow cover the mountain.
0: Jeez. And
1: they're already above the snow line or... Where the car is. So yeah. there's already snow, you know, right. around. Um, search teams go out. They're looking around the car. They're in the mountains. They have snow cats. Uh, like, a- in the, you remember the Shining? They got that weird truck thingy. Yes. That just drives in snow. Yes. One of those. or yes. they got a couple of those out. Okay. Even those are struggling to get through the drifts of snow. It's- because you got four to six foot drifts in areas, it's
0: not encouraging. It's
1: not good. So, uh, winter in the Sierra Nevada mountains, you're gonna get yeah. some snow.
0: Yeah, miserable. Yep. Not exactly human prime human weather.
1: No, it is not. I wouldn't want to be out in that. You know, especially since, like I told you at the beginning of this, a few of the boys didn't even bring jackets. They weren't, Desert, folks. They weren't planning to go to the mountains. Right.
0: California not going to the mountains. Normally, you don't require a jacket. Mm-hmm. It's generally a nice, temperate state, depending on where you're at. sounds like where they were at, that is, tends to be the case. Right. Well, months go by. It's too long.
1: It's not a good sign. June 4th. A group of motorcyclists are out for a Sunday drive. Okay. Sunday drivers. Ah. <laughs> well, that's what they were. They were Sunday cyclists, though. Motorcyclists. Right. So they
0: took up the whole road. Yeah. Just. <laughs> yeah. And whatever speed they got, this is how fast I'm going now. Mm-hmm. Or if they're behind you and you're like, oh, man, then. You guys are going to pass me or not? There's 25 guys, but how many guys did you say there was? Uh, just not a group? Not many. It was All right, a small so, group. so there's like 75 bikers looking. Mm, no nah, it was <laughs>
1: way less than that. I, don't, I didn't write it down or anything. I mean, I'm guessing not, five to seven. It's not that important. A I was group just, of friends, you know, yeah, I was out just, for a spin.
0: I was just envisioning looking in my rearview mirror and how many back there would annoy me. I'm like, that's a lot. That'd annoy <laughs> me. Yep.
1: Like, God. No, not the, that many.
0: And they weren't out to annoy anybody. Good. They just want to have fun. Yeah. Again, they're driving through the mountains. Driving through the mountains, having a great time.
1: They ended up going down a road and you know stopped to take a break and yeah. they stopped at a ranger or a forest service uh trailer camp. Okay. Uh, for the forest department Yeah, service. The, yeah, the, the tree cops. Yeah, the tree cops. Tree doctors. <laughs>
0: tree doctor. <laughs> officer Tree Doctor. <laughs>
1: yeah, Officer Tree Doctor. Officer
0: Tree Doctor. Well, yeah.
1: So they stop, and you know we're maybe stretching their legs. I don't know. One of them caught a whiff on the wind.
0: I mean, okay.
1: You know where this is going. Maybe not. Point.
0: Maybe it's going to be totally different than what I think is happening. Maybe right now. let's find out.
1: So they got that sickly sweet stink. Ah, uh, well, that's that very quickly not reeks of death. Yeah, uh, they smell that. And they th- they. Think you know maybe there's some it's a summer day in the mountains the sun's beaten down yeah maybe it's something died behind one of the trailers they kind of take a quick look around right and then one of them notices that the the window of one of the trailers is broken open no so they take a peek in and there's a body
0: No. oh no yeah An animal body?
1: No (sighs) A human body
0: Give people hope
1: Yeah it was the body of Ted Weir
0: No Ted
1: It was Laid out on the bed Inside this 60 foot trailer Um, He was wrapped in Eight sheets And uh, One had been tucked around his head
0: What the hell?
1: He was fully dressed Except for His shoes His shoes were nowhere in sight. A table by the bed uh, had his engraved ring and his gold necklace, his wallet with cash still inside, and there was also a gold Waltham watch with a missing crystal next to the bed with all of his stuff.
0: Was that Ted's watch? They don't know. Nobody knows who it belonged to. It's just a watch. They asked
1: all five members, or family members, if it belonged to any of the other boys, and none of them had ever seen the watch before. So there's a random watch here. So, Ted Weir was a big guy when he first went, he wasn't a big guy, but when he first went missing... they told him how they had seen snacks and all
0: that stuff. Sure.
1: And the Ted Weir's brother was like he 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 liked to snack. He likes his treats. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's a snacker.
1: Um, he was five foot eleven and two hundred pounds when he went missing. When he was found in June, uh, he had lost—they're guessing eighty to a hundred pounds.
0: Oh my God!
1: His feet were just completely ruined with frostbite. And the growth of his the beard on his face um, estimated that he'd been living in, in that trailer f- uh, from the day he went missing on, from 8 to 13 weeks just from his hair growth is what they're estimating. That could have been... You know, 13 weeks, what would that be? That'd be, it wouldn't have been too long before his body was found, relatively speaking. Right. So, remember, the car was found in the mountains. Right. Ted's just found in a cabin in the mountains. Yeah. Are they close to each other? No.
0: It didn't seem like it.
1: About 20 miles apart.
0: That's so much ground to cover, and he doesn't have any shoes on. In the and mountains, le- and they left a the car. In the mountains. Yeah, mountain miles is way different than like not mountain miles. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because you see, you know, that point of a mountain is, I don't know, five miles off. Sure. But you got to walk up and down
0: and around. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot more miles. Yeah. And at some point, he lost his shoes.
1: Uh huh. So somehow, in his striped shirt and lightweight pants and no jacket, mm. he had walked or ran through moonlight twenty miles of four to f- six foot snowdrifts. Okay. To reach this trailer where he died, and he lived in there. I was going to say, for some point.
0: Because he, he wasted away, so I don't think that would be... he has have to be alive for the wasting, wouldn't he?
1: Yes. Yeah. So then... You don't just kind of wither away after you... Right.
0: That, that would involve rotten, disgusting things I'd rather not think about. Right. Yeah. But... So, yeah. So he's not... He's growing. He's no way to take care of himself. He's got no shoes. He's just living in his cabin. Basically just starving. Because there's nothing around to eat or...
1: So, in a cold, wintry cabin, yeah, if you're underdressed, what's the first thing you would do?
0: Blanket time.
1: Blanket time. After that, you're trying to get some heat going. Yeah. Build a fire, maybe? Yeah, was there anything to burn? There was lots of matches, lots of books, paper, wooden furniture, all sorts of things. No evidence that a single fire was attempted. This is a forestry cabin, you know, her trailer. Right. These are basic survival items that when you're off in the woods, these become crucial. So this place had these. Right. Because this is for like if a ranger, I don't know exactly what this is for, but this is what I envision it for is a winter storm comes in and a ranger's out working. Right. This is a safe place to go to... Waited out,
0: right? Officer Tree doctor needs some shelter,
1: right? So, no evidence of a fire though. And so, sticking with what I just said, and you said there's no food around. There's a dozen sea ration cans. Oh, uh, from out from an outside storage shed. uh, Military rations shouldn't assume that had been opened and emptied. Beautiful, he found some goods. Yeah, one had been opened with a Army P thirty eight can opener, which uh, Jack Madruga I didn't mention earlier, he was also an army veteran. Okay. So, we had two army veterans here. Yeah. And they were the two that could drive. Sure. So, one of them wouldn't know what these rations were, and it was opened. So, evidence that either Madruga or Matthias had used the can opener and got food. Um, But Was that it of the food? Like, did he eat it? And that was all?
0: Right. How much was there?
1: In an unlocked cabinet in a shed near where all of the rations were taken from, there was even more food. There was enough food here to keep all five men alive for a year.
0: Ah, so much food. So much sustenance.
1: Mexican dinners, fruit cocktails, all dehydrated.
0: Got fancy stuff? Fancy space rations?
1: Yeah. Uh, Enough for five men to last this out a long time. So things are getting bizarre. On top of food that's outside, we also have a propane tank that is used to actually heat the trailer.
0: So we got resources... This place is set up for this exact situation.
1: Yeah, the propane tank wouldn't have lasted, you know, the couple months. Sure. But it would have been something. There's no evidence that it was ever even touched. Already getting weird.
0: I mean, it's a lot of weird.
1: The, uh, I want to say sheriff. I don't know if he was a sheriff or not, but the guy that was leading the the search for them, boys. He had gone to high school with most of them. Okay. Or a couple of them. Sure. So he was familiar with them. Yeah. Uh,
0: he at least knew of them at the very minimum.
1: Right. So the, their disappearance kind of drove him nuts. So he was dedicated to finding these men. And so he's getting all of these things and they find Ted Weir and none of it makes sense. You know, these were five strong men because they were, they were athletes. They were Paralympic athletes. Right. Even with their disabilities, they,
0: right. They're athletes. They could, yeah, they, they move around. They shoot the things in the hoops.
1: Yeah. Dunk some slams.
0: Yes. Dunk some slams. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: So he's out looking for him. He's got everybody looking for him. And, he, hold on! I'm losing my train of thought here. Well, there's a lot let, me, going on. I'm let me gather myself again here yeah. for a second. Sure thing. And so, where I was going with this is calls at this point. You know, the photos are out. the The media is going to kind of grab onto some of this, right? And he's getting lots of calls in from other places. You know, I I saw him here. I saw him there but a lot of the facts aren't really adding up. Um, they were, you know, reported in Ontario, Canada and Florida and
0: get out of here.
1: All sorts of different places. Right. And they're pretty easily punching holes in most of these people's stories like um, one said that a that Bill Sterling I think it was Bill Sterling had used the phone. No, no, no. I'm mixing them up. Man, it's a mess keeping these names in order. I hear you. So we're going to generalize. One of the boys. Yeah. Men. Never. He hated talking on the phone. And he was attached to Ted Weir. So Weir was like his bud. You know, he did everything for him. He, I want to say this was um, Jack Hewitt because I think he was the youngest. And then Ted Weir, I think, was the oldest. So. Yeah. He like took care of his younger brother almost. That
0: makes sense. I mean, this this tragic tale of friendship is getting me.
1: Right, and so one of them I might be mixing up names here, but uh, he was said he was seen using the phone, and like Ted Weir would always make the phone calls for him, even when he called his parents at home because the guy like he hated using the phone. He didn't want to use it. Yeah. Um, At one point, he gets. A story about how the boys were murdered in uh, Oroville. And it was in a two-story red house. And it was... Oh, no. This is when the psychics get involved.
0: What? Yeah. Oh,
1: I skipped that part. but this
0: is the problem. Once the news gets involved, then everybody knows about it. It's this crazy town.
1: Yes. So. Ah. All right. And this is before the body of Ted Weir is found, too.
0: The psychics get involved before Ted is found? Yeah. Oh Jesus!
1: Yeah, so Crazy Town
0: happened so much sooner than I thought it did.
1: Well, yeah, because I mean, by the time Ted's found, that's yeah, it's been like what months. thirteen weeks. They said, right? Like more than that. They oh, think he lived.
0: He lived and then died. Yeah. Well, obviously, you live and he dies. Well,
1: they, he was found in June. Okay. Yeah. That's what, four t- months ish, three and a half months after he okay. went missing. Got it. Uh, so, so he. He's punching holes in a lot of these stories,
0: right. and these guys—they're legit. They are missing. So, like you said, they're, they're still missing. They're putting out like the flyers. They're asking, like, it's it's out there. If you've seen these guys, let us know. And here it comes.
1: Yeah, and then so, so then yeah, psychics get involved, and you know he, he doesn't. The, he didn't really buy all of it, but you know when you're he, he was very set on finding these men. Like I said, he knew some of them.
0: Yeah, They have their champion now.
1: Yeah. And so he's not writing any of these off. Uh, one even tells him, like I was saying, that the boys were murdered in a two-story red house. It was brick or stained wood, gravel driveway, and the house number was either 4723 or 4753. So uh, Lieutenant Ayers was his name. Okay, He went out and drove... Every single street in Oroville for two days, just in case and never found any of the house that a house that fit, fit that description Man. or the address
0: Airs, dude dedication
1: but he's looking like yeah he is he, he's he wants to find him, so when they find Ted Weir and all of these strange things, something's it doesn't sit right, you know no. So, how do I want to navigate you towards the next
0: stuff here? Oh, my God. I can only imagine what the next (laughs) stuff even is. Ah. Okay.
1: So, yeah. I kind of hinted at it already. Uh, Mm -hmm. The car was
0: found, right? Yeah, it was. How was the car found?
1: I didn't tell you that.
0: You told me it had keys out, littered with snacks. Yeah, but I didn't tell you
1: who reported it or something like that.
0: No, you didn't. No, you did not. It was just a car side of the road, no keys, snacks, way less milk canisters than I thought there was. Right. It was in the middle of the
1: mountains, though. And that. So that's weird. Right. And it wasn't anywhere near where they should have been. So how was it found? Good question. Well, there was a man named Joseph Shones. He was a 55-year-old man, and he was actually on that road the night of february 24th okay what was he doing there
0: yeah what was he doing there
1: he was feeling real bad what do you mean he was you know getting ready to take his family on vacation i, I don't know where he was from but he had couldn't have been that far but they were gonna go skiing okay he had a cabin up the road somewhere cool he wanted to go see if the snow was good for skiing Makes sense. For when the family came out for the weekend.
0: Yeah, do some little uh, recon.
1: Yeah, so he drove his Volkswagen Bug.
0: Awesome. So he was going up there with Bumblebee. Yeah, it. uh, it
1: was like, I think around 536 is when he was driving up there. Okay. And he got stuck in the snow. That sucks. What did he do, though? He got out to push his car. Yeah. And had a grabber.
0: Oh No! <laughs> yeah. What?
1: Oh, yeah. He felt uh, some intense pain in his chest.
0: No, he's 55 years old. I didn't know that was a clue.
1: Yeah, and managed to stumble back into his car where he, you know, was in and out of consciousness. Oh, and my
0: God. He is, okay. In
1: horrible pain. But had to he at least got back in the car where he was out of the elements uh, and he had the car on to stay warm.
0: As oh. he's ha- okay.
1: As he's having a heart attack.
0: As his heart is revolting against his body.
1: Yep. So he's fading in and out of consciousness, laying in his car with the heat going. It's not in the best place.
0: I mean it could be it, worse. It could be worse, could but I be c-
1: having a heart attack behind the car. In the snow. He got inside. He got inside at least.
0: And now, I mean, it's very... That's just such a scary situation to even think about being in. Right. Because you don't have any pocket calculators to call somebody. Nope. You're just like, ah, I hope I... Here we go. Yeah, this is
1: a 1978.
0: Yeah, he's got... Nope.
1: Mm. Yeah, so... That was around, you know, 530. He's in, in the car for hours.
0: Oh my god
1: Uh, At some point he hears a strange whistling sound And it gets his attention as he's laying in the car Okay It's coming from maybe down the road Not entirely sure You know he's Like I said not in the best place Uh, But maybe this is his chance for help So he kind of stumbles out of the car And Sees what looks like a group of men And a woman holding a baby and they were walking in the glare. They were backlit by the glare of headlights from a car. He thought he could hear them talking. And, you know, being in desperate need of help, he called out to them. You know, maybe he yelled help or I doubt he said, greetings, good sirs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Gentlemen and gentle ma'ams. Yeah. I request some assistance. I mean, I'm sure it was like, ah!
1: Yeah, so he called out for help, though. And when he did yell for help, the headlights went out and the talking stopped.
0: He's like, that's the opposite of what I wanted.
1: So he stumbled back into the car so he could lay down again.
0: Yeah, because these people just teleported. guess I have to go back and have a heart attack in, my, in Bumblebee all by myself.
1: Yeah, so he gets back in his car lays down still got the heat going a couple hours later he thinks it's hard to say because he was in and out of right you know uh, but then he th- he thought he saw lights from behind again this time he thought they were flashlights so again he t- repeated his routine got out and called for help and again flashlights went out and whoever was there left
0: can the opposite of what i want
1: mhm so he makes it through the night
0: though i mean what an experience <laughs> what an ordeal yeah this poor man is just riding out a heart attack
1: uh huh so he rides it out can you hear that what coyotes are going nuts
0: are they yeah
1: that's creepy, because... I can't. We're in the basement, and I mean...
0: but I can't hear him.
1: I don't hear anymore. I'm surprised the dog's not barking. Anyways. Yeah, no, it's good, though. We'll continue with our creepy story.
0: Yeah, that's good. Hey, good, there just might be something being ripped apart outside. Yeah.
1: Uh, so he made it through the night. He lay in the car until it ran out of gas. And at that point, he'd recovered enough that he's like... All right, I'm just going to take an eight mile walk back to the lodge that I came from. Oh, my God. Before I headed up here.
0: I mean, I guess if you're right at a heart attack, you're like, can't be any worse than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: you're like, well, that's over. Man, I feel good. Oh, it's like, yeah, okay. Comparatively.
0: Yeah, we just kind of, yeah, my blood really busted that cholesterol loose in my heart. I'm okay now, I guess.
1: I cannot if it, feel good.
0: Yeah, because if it was still blocked, I'd be fucking dead. So I guess I'm all right.
1: Yep. So he heads all the way back, though, and he gets a one weird thing that he noticed on his walk, this eight-mile trek down. Right. About 50 yards from where he'd been laying in his car all night was a Mercury Montego.
0: He's so close. How weird.
1: Sitting in the middle
0: of the road. Oh, that's not good. Well, I mean,
1: it's been found at this point, but that's right. how it was reported. Right. So I guess it's it's not originally, you know, you think when you find a car in the middle of the road, you know, something's wrong, you'd immediately try to tell somebody or yeah. find something. I guess it's not that uncommon at this point because people would come up here and go skiing so their cars would get left there until they could come back.
0: And they would just leave it in the middle of the fucking road? Yeah, I don't
1: know about that, but
0: you know, it's hard to maybe it's hard to pull over. There's snow. Yeah, seeing cars on the road is common,
1: or off to the side. Just you know, it's not that uncommon seeing seeing abandoned cars, a sitting car in the on the mountain road.
0: It reminds me when I'm driving around here sometimes, and I just see empty trucks and stuff. But the guy is probably there's like a creek a few right paces away, so he's clearly fishing fishing somewhere. Right? Yeah. All right. Same idea. I get that. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's that's the kind of thing, but. And, you know, a couple of days later, he sees yeah. a flyer out, like, we're looking for this, their car. They were last seen this. And he's like, I saw that car.
0: And, I mean, everything from that night from here must be so vivid because it's the worst night of his he's life. Like, those sons
1: of <laughs> bitches.
0: I was having a grabber. <laughs> yeah. I was getting grabbed
1: so hard. But, you know, as he's walking past it, he's, you know, just survived a heart attack. And he's walking past this... Mercury around Montego, right. and he's like, I'm going to kick the tires of that thing, But buddy. You know, he just meanders on by. Right. He's like. I'm moving a little slow, and he's like, mm-hmm, taking in every detail of it. Right. Yeah. And well, now the dog's barking. I told you.
0: Dog knows She now. was sleeping. I heard yeah.
1: coyotes before the dog did.
0: Oh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's relaxed. She's, she was chilling. That's true.
1: Well, hopefully the mics aren't picking her up, because we're going to continue while she barks away.
0: That's a fine if. It's maybe it's setting it's a part of a uh, um an escalation. Maybe it's maybe that means things are more dramatic. Maybe I bet nobody can hear a dog barking and they just think we're making things up. (laughs) Maybe, yeah, yeah. What are they talking about?
1: Yeah, like that one time we kept saying the frog alarm. I love the frog
0: alarm, and nobody else I mean, I thought it was funny, but you can't even really hear it. No, (laughs) No, that was a silly thing. It's it's just two maniacs talking about the moon and the frog alarm.
1: Yep, (laughs) great. Um, let's get back on topic though.
0: The moon. That was the same night. Loveland Coast is the frog alarm because it was a Loveland frog man anyways. Yep. Um,
1: So that's how the car got reported. That's how we ended up in this area. That's how eventually the motorcyclists find the body of Ted Weir. Right. And the search kind of narrows in. Like It's like, okay, we found one here. Got a target. We know. Okay. So he survived in here for weeks. Maybe the others were here, but why aren't they here now? Right. Well, it was not a good reason.
0: No! Because
1: the day after Weir's body was discovered, Jack Madruga and Bill Sterling's bodies were found, too.
0: Ah, great.
1: So, Madruga and Sterling's bodies were found. Um, They were not really near the trailer and not really near the car. They were 11 and a half miles from the car. All right. Uh, Madruga and Sterling, uh, Madruga had been partially eaten by animals and was apparently dragged 10 feet towards the stream. He was found laying face up. His right hand curled around his left hand covering his watch. um, Sterling was found in a wooded area on the opposite side of the road, and his remains had been scattered around a fifty foot area. Oh my god. And nothing was really left of him but his bones.
0: Oh my God. Not good. No.
1: This this one's this one had to be rough too. Um so Lieutenant Ayers the guy you know, yeah. leading the charge on this. Right. Had to be in a rough spot here because Jackie Hewitt's dad wanted, he wanted to find his son, you know?
0: Uh, who wouldn't?
1: Right. And uh. he had tried to talk him out of it, but he uh, he did find his son. And unfortunately, all he found was his backbone.
0: Oh my God.
1: Uh, the day after his... Jackie Hewitt's head was found. And so the day his father found his backbone that they, it was amongst his, you know, torn or his Levi's and his ripple soled shoes that quickly, you know, helped his father identify him as his son. And then his skull was found the next day and was confirmed by the family dentist.
0: They needed the dentist to confirm the skull.
1: Yeah, I mean, after snow and oh, animals, God. And, yeah, it was not not good. She's going.
0: anyone <laughs> can hear that. It's going wild.
1: Yeah, I might have to go calm her down in a minute. If we'll see, we might have to take a quick intermission. <laughs>
0: That's uh, intermission's fine. It just makes you what is outside.
1: Yeah, you'll find out. You got to go out there later.
0: What is that about? (laughs) What's that shit? (laughs) What the fuck? I'm just
1: gonna slam the door behind you real quick. Boom!
0: Boom! And then, as soon as you slam the door, I hear I hear Penny howl. (laughs) And then there's (laughs) and then I then images flash in my head of a man whose skull was identified by his teeth because it was destroyed by something.
1: Yep. What the fuck? So, Hewitt's body is found, right? Yeah. Sterling Madruga and um, Weir have all been found at this point. The search continues for Gary Mathias. Um, So, one, the following day, the, about a quarter mile from the trailer um, near the road. Okay. Just off to the side of the road. They find three wool Forest Service blankets and two... Oh, and a flashlight uh, laying by the side of the road.
0: Holy crap, man. What are they? What were they doing? What was going on?
1: The flashlight was slightly rusted, which indicated that it had been uh, there for some time, you know? Yeah. And... It had been, it was in the off position, so it wasn't being currently used when it was dropped here. So it was kind of hard to tell. Then, you know, after we've gathered all of these things together, we have one missing uh, man still. And his shoes are in the trailer, though, where Ted Weir's body is.
0: Christ.
1: So his tennis shoes were inside the trailer, which indicates that he is in there at some point. They don't know why uh, Ted Weir's shoes were gone though. So did they, they switch shoes? So they think they switched shoes at some point. Why? The, the thought process is that um, frostbite will swell your feet and Ted Weir had slightly larger feet. So they could... So he swapped into his shoes?
0: Maybe after Ted died? Okay.
1: I don't know. So the search continues for Matthias, though. Um, At this point, they feel pretty comfortable that they've searched the mountain. Yeah. No sign of his body. So they, you know, they're not done there looking, but they start, you know, maybe tackling some other areas. Did he get picked up and you know, treated somewhere. Like yes, they start looking for him. Right. He's a schizophrenic, so things he doesn't take his medication, which he's been on religiously for years. I mean he could run into some problems real quick. He when, and he yeah. probably got picked up by the police if he did something,
0: you know, crazy. Well you were mentioning that before, about him having the meds now thinking about these guys lost and like I mean like if if they're living and they're out there long enough and he doesn't have his medication. Like he's fine with them, but once he's off him, things will, are going to start to get not standard. He's going to start having issues, and it's not going to. He's not going to be. Out, he's not going to be at his a game in the woods when he's got the schizophrenia going after him too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he could. Anything could happen. You know what I mean? Right. Not only is he battling like nature, he's got his own mind to deal with, and he's. It's just. It's a lot to ask someone to deal with.
1: Yeah, so they keep searching the mountain, though, and uh, Matthias has to wear glasses, otherwise he can't see. So there's they're pretty much, at this point, seeing some of the shape the boys are in, they don't have too much faith in finding all of Gary Matthias. So yeah. the one thing they're counting on is his glasses because... Right. And they were never found.
0: Oh jeez.
1: They were never found. Gary Mathias was never found. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Eventually they you know, they start getting crazy with how they're gonna find the last one. Um they took at one point they take a water witcher. From the town And he used divining rods To try to track Human Traces
0: of human minerals And then I don't know Sure
1: But he was never found
0: That doesn't sound like magic It's fine
1: So (sighs) A lot of weird things going on Yeah That is Pretty much the whole story right there Yeah. That's, yeah. So, lots of, it's one of those things where you try to wrap your head around it, and not a lot of it makes any sense.
0: No, something fucked up happened.
1: Something really messed up happened. Right. And, unfortunately, we don't know what this messed up thing that would have happened went on. That's why a lot of people refer to this as the American Dyatlov Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Where lots of bizarre Unexplained things Completely Or seemingly Irrational All ended up in the deaths Of a group of people Right You have have strange whistling sounds On a mountainside People appearing and disappearing Behind Or silhouetted behind uh, By headlights Flashlights People that run into the snowy wilderness completely unprepared for anything and die, starve to death from frostbite, die from exposure and starvation in a fully stocked cabin that has plenty of things to eat and generate heat. It's crazy. Well,
0: because once, what what is so terrifying or so bizarre that leads you to exit the only shelter you have and the shelter that someone cares about a lot? Like, what makes you leave the car? Right. Because it can move, in
1: theory. It it could have moved. So, if something... so hold on. That brings me back to another point. Sure. Um, Before we get too crazy with this because right. we, we can get crazy we're with going us. to get crazy yes. uh, the car when examined this the road this was on in the way this you know it's not quite a muscle car but it's it's not a car you're driving to the mountains right you know it's not a jeep or whatever and which
0: kind is it again
1: it's a Mercury Montego here let me pull up a picture for sure. it sure I'll show you
0: they don't make Mercurys Merc- anymore do they
1: no I think Mercury was owned by Ford
0: It was, Ford Mercury. And
1: I think they got rid of Mercury. Yeah. So, here we go. This is a, I mean, it's a cool-looking car. It's a a muscle car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like this one is like the, I think similar to the one Jack Madruga drove.
0: Yeah, it's a cool big boat.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty cool-looking car. Big death machine boat. Oh, yeah, you know definitely just made a steel. Oh, yeah, it's going to crush you if it hits anything. Yeah.
0: But the point is, this car did not hit anything. It was fine in the road.
1: Right. And when they examined the underside, there was no, like, dents or mud scrapes or anything like that. Something that this car should have had, had it just been driven by Jack Madruga up this hill, who had never been, as far as we know, ever on this hill before. It would have taken somebody extremely experienced with driving on this road.
0: Oh, so somebody might have moved the car and put it here. Maybe,
1: but even then it's hard to explain why it didn't have any of those because you'd have to know every nook and cranny in that road is what they're saying Shh. to avoid having zero damage and zero evidence of scraping or anything because this is not a yeah, it's not a paved car friendly road
0: oh it wasn't even paved no oh my god
1: yeah no it's muddy ruts like that car doesn't belong on
0: this road yeah what a mess yeah so it isn't a heavily trafficked road no okay so it is it is more it was, I kept,
1: it's it was actually i think they said it was like an abandoned road like it's not used
0: So that makes more sense when, why cars would just be flung about, like, because you come up here to park and just ski, you're going to go home. Yeah. It's not anybody's, it's because it's really not anybody's way. It's just... Right. That's even more fucked up.
1: Yeah, so that's why Shones was going up there and on the road, because he was going to ski, he was just checking out the snow. Yeah, And so, you know, it sounds like you shouldn't even... A muscle car is heavier and sits lower than a Volkswagen Bug, but neither one should really be on this road from the sounds of it. Right. One got stuck and got a heart attack because of it. Right. The others
0: Uh, got even worse, really. I mean, yeah. So much worse. But what makes you leave the car? Why would you leave the car?
1: Why would you leave the car? And like
0: five guys. And not even
1: just like run into the woods and try to make your way back. Run 20 miles?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, we can get crazy, but this seems like they were chased. Yeah. Because, like, what, but why would you even go out and wander around? Because something was, at, like, you could not stay in that car, is my point. Right. You had to leave the car first, but the car didn't something can attack?
1: attacked. Get in the car, then? Because, I mean, if it's a bear, I'm staying in the car.
0: Oh yeah, I'm just you I'm know. like, I'm gonna ride this out. And if I if the car can move, I'm just going wherever the bear is not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the tires spun, they said, but you know I'm ch- I'm taking my odds in the car with a bear outside, if that's the case. Yeah. Than me getting out and trying to run through the snow faster than a bear.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm I'm in the car and like I'll try and turn the car into the bear, I'll honk the horn. Like mm-hmm. I but unless like even if the bear like breaks the window of the car i mean i don't it would take like he'd have to be literally like i'd have to he'd be have to be in the car coming from my soul for me to get out the other door and run away before i leave the car
1: yeah but nothing broke through a window or anything no um yeah
0: and then like what leads what leads them to the 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 doctor Tree scientist. I forget what I call them now. Whatever. Tree, Dr. Tree officer. Officer sorry. tree doctor. <laughs> officer tree doctor. <laughs> 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 ah, good. That's good. What the fuck? No, but seriously. So then they, they go to the uh, the officer tree doctor house, and then like they're there. So what makes them leave there? Something well, was chasing them.
1: So why did they end up 70 miles Outside I mean, of the quite, town, a, it's quite a journey on right. this random hill, right? Or mountain? Not That's true.
0: It Starting even back further. Something was it, chasing them. It went, so then they got out and ran. out. What's going on?
1: Okay, so you've hit on a thing that came up. Okay. In doing this, um, it was a big theory. Let me see if I can find it again, real quick. It was a big theory that. Uh, like you said, something chased them here. Right. There's a reason they came out here. It was proposed that the boys ran into some sort of encounter. Yeah. With some, you know, ne'er do wells, some assholes at the basketball game. Okay. Um. Let me see if I can find it. it sure.
0: Is, yeah. I mean, I just, I just imagine maybe. Like, if you're, I mean, you'll tell me the story, but like a group of jerks who saw these guys who, you know, like you said, may have some disabilities or mm-hmm. do. And you, so they're not maybe acting like people like normal. So you bullies, assholes target that shit. And then something. I you know, mean,
1: you got to be a real piece of work. Of course the, you do. But they the,
0: exist and they're terrible.
1: Yeah, I know. And I can't find it. So I. I think it came out years later that somebody had claimed to have seen some sort of altercation okay. or something yeah with a group but didn't really know if it was them or not and so that kind of leads you down a rabbit hole sure or in a way of thinking about it you know maybe they ran into something like that but why flee this direction this isn't the way home at all like you th- right, you think you'd run home. You wouldn't just drive willy-nilly and just, you know, you'd go somewhere familiar where you felt safe. Right, home Especially base. if, at this point, you're all in the car. Yeah. You're all on the road. If somebody's trying to run you off the road, you s- what are you doing? You're not just turning. You don't just all of a sudden go up a random mountain.
0: No, you don't.
1: And then if that's the case, too and you're running like somebody's trying to run you off the road, you're not going to run so smoothly up this road that you know every nook and cranny that there's no damage to that car.
0: Right. Yeah, if you're being chased, you expect like something to, get a, something to get wild, and the car ends up against a tree or off the road. Like You know what I mean? Like It spirals out of control because you're just going so fast. Why wouldn't you go home if that's the case?
1: Right. So, it's... It just gets weirder and weirder. And, and
0: how, it, how far away did you say they were? Not that I'm gonna crack this open.
1: Okay, so they were from Yuba City, which is their home, okay to Chico, yeah, which is where the basketball game was. It sure. is fifty miles. Okay. So I'm looking at a map here, and the car was found seventy miles from Chico.
0: It's such a just. It's such a. It's not a short distance.
1: No, and if you look, I got it on a map here. Sure, yeah, look. If you want to take a peek yeah, here, um, there's 70 miles from home at least. Like here's the basketball game. That's 50 miles, and it's uh, off a main road here. And then the car was found up in the mountains over here. And then you can see on the map is marked where the bodies were found too. Uh, they were found over here. So the car here, bodies way over here. I don't have a scale on this map, but.
0: Well, if that's the 70 miles, I can tell that.
1: Yeah. Well, here's 10, so you got 10, so it's like two-finger widths. 10, 20, 30, 40, 60, 60 miles or so. I mean, that was a pretty rough estimate there, but you get the point. It's a good you, estimate. And yeah, if you see the road here, yeah, uh, where I just told you, like they're coming from here. So there are these two towns. So you go boop down here, bam, you're there. Major highway. You don't all of a sudden. It's one turn. Go north, east, when you just have to go south.
0: I mean, it almost, it almost feels like something bad happened. Like somebody, this sounds looks like this sounds like the place you put a car if you're trying to hide it. Yeah, but why? I don't know, man. I got nothing.
1: Why treat it so well? Why not just drive, right. like If you're trying to hide it,
0: that's true. Hide it, like you're right. That's drive true.
1: it off the road. Right. I mean, or on the road. I don't know. Like, if I were trying to hide a vehicle, I wouldn't leave it in the middle of a road.
0: No, no, right. I agree.
1: I mean, sure, it's in the mountains, but still, in the middle of the road, I'm going to try a little bit harder than that.
0: Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you let it crane off and it's like, get out of here. And put it in neutral, yeah, let, get it, out. let it roll. Get out
1: of Just let it roll down the mountain. Yeah. It's going to pop off at some point. Yeah. Get out of here, car. Yeah, so, strange.
0: It's Yeah, everything about it's not great. Like, what What made them so scared or so lost that they wouldn't go back to the car?
1: What was that strange whistling sound that... The man fifty yards ahead heard as he's having a heart attack.
0: Yeah, and my my only problem with him is that like he's seeing some shit, but he's also out of his. I mean, he's having some. And he does say that. Like he, he does say he's he, had a rough go of it. Yeah, he
1: like because he you know wanted to try to help, and he was like,
0: I don't know,
1: I was having a okay, heart attack. Fair. So he tries to get the points. At one point, he had said that it was a pickup truck that was behind him. Okay. It, but then he was like, "I don't remember why I said it was a pickup truck. I don't really recall right. a pickup truck." Because
0: your most rel- the guy who has the most information is a guy who is fighting for his life.
1: Yeah, yeah. And but he know, he said that whistling sound, and then he saw a group of men with a and one woman with a
0: baby. Yeah, that, I was. I've been thinking about that baby shit. Like that. What else? If that's what he thought he saw, what could he have really seen? Who knows. Right, you'll never know. Well,
1: because then some people ask, like, so I read, like, I read a decent amount of theories about it while preparing, you know, for this. Of course. And then some people are like, well, did some, one of the guys have long hair so he could be, you know, maybe thought of as a woman from a silhouette. Right. But none of them really did.
0: So it's, it's just
1: weird. It's weird.
0: It is weird. And like, yeah, I mean, it's just.
1: So you have all that weird stuff, and then right. you have a man died of starvation with a place that had so much food he could have lived there right. for years by himself.
0: Was there a was there a reason they couldn't go out to get the food? because yeah. the, then you think about you're holed up in there. You grabbed, but then you got stuck in there. Mm-hmm. And yet, we know who we are. I'm thinking creatures just because I'm you know that's what I am right like it's you know not a normal person like oh creep but like if there's something outside where they can't get to all that stuff or get to the pro or get to anything mm-hmm. and then like if that thing goes away they have a chance to escape they bolt and during that time period Ted dies right I don't know I don't know why this thing whatever it is if it was a thing because again we're just We're just saying stuff here, Mm -hmm. but like it didn't, nothing broke in the car and they left it. Nothing broke in this in the building and they, well, you said there was a broken window, wasn't there?
1: There's a broken window, which is how they believe they got in. Oh, they, okay. They they had to break in. To get in. Okay.
0: Okay. So, but then if nothing invaded, that's just how they entered the building. Nothing else attacked it. So for whatever reason, it didn't come in, Mm -hmm. but something got, something impeded their path. If we're going to just keep talking like this.
1: Right. But then, then you have to think also that Ted Weir was alive right. for 8 to 13 weeks. Right. They were stuck. But somebody wrapped him and covered right. his head in a sheet. So somebody else was still there. Right. When he died. At least one person was still there right. when he had died. And they tried to cover him up in some sort of dignity, I guess, is what you right. would look at it. You right. know. Um, so was that Ted died and they were like okay we we gotta go like we gotta make a break for it or you know and then and then who was it uh jack madruga and bill sterling that were found near each other but uh on opposite sides of the road did they like run and get that far and then something overtook them or
0: yeah because their demise seems pretty fucking extreme. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I'm just, again, but creature, because they made a break for it, and then after that it was like an immediate, like it was an attack. And then they, they just didn't make it.
1: Yeah, and so, let me see if I can. The bodies were found. One was in the cabin, so... Bill Sterling and Jack Madruga were found southwest of the cabin. Okay. Which was towards the car. They were about nine miles away. And then Jack Jackie Hewitt's body was found northwest of the cabin, miles in the other direction. So you'd think I, I it's if you're trying to escape something, you want to stick together. You'd think you don't think two would go one way and the other would just bolt the other way and then all meet some horrible accident.
0: Now, unless somebody's, like, doing, like, a power play, like, you guys make a break for it, I'm going to try and draw it away from you. Oh, huh? yeah. And then, but then, of course, it doesn't work out, but, like, I'm going you go to the car, I'm going to go here, I'm by myself, so, like, you know, maybe I'm the easier target. But was he by himself?
1: He could have right. had Gary Mathias They with could that. have
0: split that's true. They could have just fifty fifty chanced it. hmm And just like it can only pick one group of us, but maybe it could pick all the groups because it's not a thing that we shouldn't it's not a good thing if it is a thing. Right. And like you could unless unless okay, let's say I'm not talking creature. If I'm talking person, what the what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. Because what would what would tear someone apart like that? A bear, wolves. So are, how are these super intelligent, big brain sentient wolves? <sighs> you know, like what?
1: No, like they. They wouldn't have got these guys, and like they wouldn't have had to escape from wolves from a building. That's what. Right. That's why it's just. No matter what you try to. Th- come up with you're like no nothing like nothing makes sense about this. no it's all
0: this throwing shit out there
1: and then you have to add in is there a schizophrenic break happening yes during all of this too absolutely is that is that compounding with some sort of nightmare scenario and it just turns into it just snowballs you know it's like they're already afraid of something and then gary matthias is just losing his shit right and these guys don't know what's happening and it's just you can see how that could snowball into like absolutely the worst case scenario but again how did
0: we get to this point or right, what made us go up here what was what was going on
1: because he had taken his medication that day that's yeah. confirmed so yeah, so
0: that day is good
1: yeah and his medication i'm confused on but it said it was like a weekly thing. Okay. So,
0: so he might have been good for a little bit.
1: He should have been good for some time at least. It definitely wouldn't have had an episode that night. Right. Which is when it all began.
0: Yeah. So he's, he's okay then. But, th- and then
1: 70 miles.
0: That's a long, that's a, that's a lot home, of
1: miles. They're only about eight miles away from a lodge where yeah. that guy had stopped for a drink before he had his heart attack in the mountains. So they went further than that, by foot somehow, and then just starved, not that far away from civilization.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I th- That's why this one... Yeah, I mean, I'm no survivalist scientist... But I can I can say that something I mean yeah some you want to say some like something like, don't people like to say it like um like what is what's the um like mass hysteria mm-hmm. I don't think they were suffering or something like that because you, you they're like ri- they're ripped apart
1: group psychosis
0: right but then people are ripped apart. Yeah. So you mean they like, go through this group psychosis where they're all like if no one's involved they're all this losing their shit and then they go into the woods and then just happen to get ripped apart. Yeah.
1: Well, you also have to think that that could have happened. There's we don't know because the bodies were so yeah, kind of ravaged. What order? What was it carrion that got them? Was it that's true. something that ripped them apart to kill them. Um because they were, you know, months of right. bodies lying in the wilderness is not, they're not going to be great.
0: No, that's true. And maybe I should stop being extreme and they could have just been wandering and then just died. And then they were found by creatures, possible. normal creatures. That's probably a more plausible explanation. But then it still begs the question, why are they out there?
1: Why did they leave relative comfort and food?
0: Yeah, at least shelter, because I can't see myself escaping shelter if I have it. You'd want to find it. you want to find four walls. And if you ain't mm-hmm. in your car, and those are walls with wheels, you could drive those walls somewhere, but they chose not to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. They could have gone back and they could have maybe found their way back to their car and got their way out, you know? Right. I could, yeah, man. It's one that you can just keep coming up with the same thoughts and then you're like, but that doesn't make any sense. Why Why would you do this? Why would this happen? And it's one that's remained a mystery for what, like 40-something years?
0: Yeah, 40 years. 44, 43 years? Yeah, fuck, 1970 was like 50 years ago. Yeah. Scary shit to think about that. 51 years ago. Yeah, come on, time. What is that? Fifty-one years ago?
1: Yeah, but that is the uh, the the boys from Yuba City or the Yuba County Five or whatever you want to call County it. Five. The boys Yuba County Ca- Yuba. Yuba City Five. Yeah, big basketball fans, and they met a horrible they just ending.
0: Throw some balls around and dribble. Yeah. I mean. He's on fire. Swoosh. Not, he's eaten by creatures maybe in the woods away from your home and no one's around. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah.
1: Mystery. Absolute mystery. Unsolved.
0: It's an unsolved mystery.
1: I mean, I could sit here and I read like everything I could find on this when I went through this. And I've heard about it for a while. This has been on my list for things for a while. And awesome. Finally getting into it and it's just weird. It's so bizarre. There's people have thrown out yetis in there.
0: I mean, why not? it's some mountains, get some yetis ripping things it's apart. Snow,
1: above the snow line. Right,
0: above the snow lines where the yetis rip apart basketball players.
1: Mm-hmm. Even all their parents, like, said there's nothing that these boys would have been that afraid of. That they would have. Right. That they could wrap their heads around. Two of them were Army veterans, you know. They had some survival training then.
0: Yeah. Unless it's something they've never seen before. Yeah. Again, though, why? Why did you end up there? I will never know. Why is the ultimate question. Why? Why? Were they, well, hmm. were,
1: they, was, were they abducted? Was the whole vehicle picked up and put there? And I don't know. You can go so many different ways with this one. Because none of it makes sense. Nobody knows what happened. It's all just a big mystery, and you can just keep... Going, why? What if it was this? What if it was this? Until you get Yetis with UFOs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and Officer Tree Doctor.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. But that is the story of the, the Yuba County, or Yuba City 5. Well...
0: If anybody's got any leads on that story, you, the first <laughs> people you should let know is a weird and weird Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or let us know on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagrams. Um, you can leave us an anchor.fm message on the uh, Anchor. Nobody's done FM. that yet. I still want well, one of those. I mean, what's, they could still do it. Just, you know, yeah. leave a little voice message. Tell us your story. It's an option. It's there. Yeah. Anchor is a good platform with that tool. So if you want to utilize it, we'd enjoy that. Yeah. And the patreon.com slash feared with new art, more art, more art than you could ever imagine. Spoiler alert. is on the horizon. Okay. Just to get that out there. Good. Because, you know, perhaps some months there wasn't as much art, and I think I explained that before, but I think we, not to speak for you, but I think we love you guys, and you're going to get some treats. So.
1: hmm yeah. So, and then we're also gonna go behind the veil here and keep talking about this madness. Yeah, problem. you want to hear
0: the craziness that I'm gonna spout?
1: Well, I mean, if you got crazy to spout, you should do that now.
0: Well, I just—I mean, I could go off the rails. I don't—I have no plan. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know. Okay, like, right. I, I have yeah. no idea. But I mean, the crazy. And inv- okay, fine. Spoiler. Little little preview. The crazy involves creatures in the woods that I kind of already touched on because I can't stop thinking about it. That stalk these boys. Men. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, i don't know i don't know where it's gonna go but that's where the juices are the juices are gonna get flowing so travel with us behind the veil if you'd like yep cool oh yeah we do something here we do
1: we stay spooky we sure do stay spooky